What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Longer Life Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Longa, and I'm super stoked and grateful to have you all here today. And I mean that because today on the show, we have Nat Olson or the numerology trick or Nat Numbers or however you know her. And if you don't know her, I highly encourage you to go find her after this is all over because if you dive into the work that Nat does with numbers and numerology and your personal numbers, you will most likely, I will venture to say there's a good 90% chance that you are going to have your mind blown because the way that these numbers correlate to your life and how they can help you navigate your life is pretty phenomenal actually. And it's, and it's kind of, I attribute, I attribute it to the way that our number system works with, uh, um, encoding to letters and how we use that that would help with computer coding and all that stuff it feels like it's the same kind of universal coding that runs our universe our brains computers everything and hearing her discuss how these numbers work is, was something that really blew my mind we dove into my particular chart and kind of <clears throat> decoded a few things uh, my last names changed a couple times and there are numbers associated with your last name uh, we get into some of the top numbers that you should have and know and how they can help you navigate your life which is super cool because we all want tools that can help us know and navigate like the the this this jungle of life so um this is a really fun really cool episode i'm super stoked that you guys get to hear that i like i said i highly encourage you go check her out watch all of her stuff she does monthly forecasts um uh, explaining how the numbers of the month break down and how that how that particular month's vibration is gonna be um it's just really cool stuff. If you're into this stuff like me, and I think you should be because if you're listening to the show, then you, you're obviously into uh, an alternative way of thinking and alternative uh, therapies. So um, yeah, this is this is one that I'm super grateful and super stoked about. So um, really definitely get a notebook out for this one because she's actually going to teach you how to figure out your numbers and you may want to actually do it right there and then and then uh, you can actually once you discover your number you can even just type it right into google and ask the question about what it means to have that particular number correlated to its uh its purpose and we'll discuss all that in the show so i don't i just don't want to give you too much info so that way you actually listen <laughs> i'm just kidding but i love you guys so much i'm so grateful for the fact that you guys listen i swear something's happened in the cosmos in the past few weeks because there have been a ton of people listening uh recently more than ever um i also was very 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 fortunate enough and i'm so grateful for this to have been on the reality revolution podcast so I was interviewed which was just intensely crazy it was on YouTube um, it's just been re a really interesting experience to have been on the other side of the table and not for nothing but it was also awesome to watch the live premiere of it on YouTube and watch the engagement of people and listen to people's actual feedback about how they're feeling about what they were listening to and Luckily, it was good because I was there watching it live and people were really happy and I'm really super, super grateful. I mean, I'm so like that when I say that and I say it a lot in every one of these intros and outros of the podcast, I mean it. I am grateful to y'all. I'm grateful to the deepest of my cores and to be able to have been on this show with Brian Scott and the reality revolution is just something that. I'm really, really thankful for. And uh, it all really is possible because of so many things. The Quantum Healing Collective, the reason Nat's on this podcast is because of the Quantum Healing Collective. Just grateful for the community that I've surrounded myself with. And uh, I've realized how important that is recently, especially I'm doing a 10 day cleanse right now. And this has taught me more than ever that when you have a community of support around you, the, the, that really could help you do it because it's not that it's really hard but it's not that it's easy either and having the team keeps you on track so having support and anything is awesome and uh, actually it's a it's the purium 10-day cleanse um i feel phenomenal 
full disclosure, didn't really think that I was gonna feel good because I've already eat organic food for so long and I'm like, ah, oh, what's a cleanse gonna make me feel any better? I'm not gonna lie, folks. First cleanse, this is unbelievable. I feel more grounded, more clear than I ever have before. And it's really, really enlightening to take a step back and watch how we behave around food. So many times I found myself going to reach for snacks for no reason, not that I was hungry, just because I wanted to taste something or to occupy an emotion that was arising. So this, this cleanse has not only helped me in the fact that I it's changed the physical shape of my body into something better and it's put really good health and nutrition in my body, but it's also taught me about my relationship to food, which I'm super grateful for. So. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend a cleanse to anybody. Whatever cleanse you want to do, but I would really recommend the Perium cleanse because of the, the organic nutrition and how well it rebuilds your gut microbiome. So I will definitely be putting a link to that nutrition. I mean, in the uh, in, in, in the nutrition in the the description, so you guys can go check that out if you would like. And I uh, and if you do, I will be able to uh, connect with you and I'll add you to a Facebook group that we've created that will be your support. So if you decide that you would like to do a cleanse, there'll be support on there. There'll be all sorts of other really helpful information uh, surrounding all things health, mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, all of that stuff. So it's a really great group to be a part of. It's called the Diamond Light Rising Group um, Tribe. We have a bunch of different ending names for it, but it's Diamond Light Rising is the base. And uh, it's been a lot of amazing things and a lot of amazing transformations that have already happened in some people with this cleanse. So definitely check that out. Um, a lot of talking for me today, and I apologize for that, but uh, you know, what are you going to do? You get excited about stuff, and, and I feel so great right now. I got energy through the roof. It's like 10.30 at night, and I'm still ready to rock. Um, but yeah, this is awesome, guys. I'm really excited to give you this episode with Nat. And as always, get yourself a notebook out. Take down some notes, like I said. Really take this one in. Take a deep breath. Be open-hearted, be open-minded. If you're out on a jog or a drive or you're out just walking, just really soak this in. This is good info and it's amazing stuff. It's like magic. So everybody, please welcome it and get ready for Natalie Olson. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this because I know it's way early there. Oh, no. Thank <laughs> you for understanding my uh, scheduling flub. No, no issues. I got a two-year-old daughter, so my scheduling oh, literally, you... yeah. Oh, you do? Wait, yeah. when's your, when was your daughter's birthday? Uh, the 27th, just recently, uh, uh, June 27th. Wow. So our two-year-old, well, she'll be two in August. So we have little ones that are really close together. No way. That's so That's wild. So cool. Yeah, That's it is. so cool. Yeah. So we were actually, she almost affected today's schedule. She was, <laughs> my, my wife, who you saw her on our uh, our uh, last meeting when we did the yes. healing meeting. Yeah, you guys are so cute. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, she yeah. was she was just trying to get out of the house and Charlotte was like losing it. So. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got to go. And she's like, okay. And I could kind of see oh. she needed my help. So I just kind of yeah. helped her as much as I could. But Oh, I completely uh, understand that. Yeah. Yep. So... Well, thank you. Yes. So, so um, are we doing video recording or is it just going to be audio? Just audio for right now. Okay. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't moved over to the video side yet. That's coming eventually. Yeah. Well, then mm. I'm going to actually end video just so that I don't prevent, because um, I'm on, what is it called? I'm hot wiring. It would I know just what help you mean. The, quali the quality. Hotspot. It's hotspot. Hot spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Okay, That's cool. So That'll be perfect too, because any glitches, you know. Yeah. It makes for a tough, tough listen, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. so I'm gonna stop video, but we got we got audio going on, and that's my daughter's name. I don't know why it's showing up. I don't that's know. That's good. Uh, no I like I like her name too, Cami. Uh, yes, yes. So this is actually a perfect way. Like, so I love your uh, your maiden last name. Is that Italian? Yeah. Yep, it's Italian. So my 17-year-old daughter. So I have a 17-year-old from a previous marriage, and then I've got Elsie. Um, the two-year-old and Cami, uh, her dad was Sicilian and I'm Italian. So her full name is Camaria Natalia Anastasio Pachetti. 
which is just <laughs> like, she's still, she gives me a hard time every day. The loudspeaker at the high school, it's hilarious. She's filmed it. They, they, they don't, they have a hard time even like saying her name. It's That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a wicked cool name. So, I mean, it's something I noticed. I was reading some of your bio stuff and uh, I saw that that was your maiden name. And I was like, my goodness. And I come from a, an Italian family. So it just, that oh, was, you yeah, oh, we're, and we're both eight life path numbers. Oh uh, my gosh. Oh yeah. There's a, I'm, like, that's what I mean. Like I knew that my, my wife Desiree got me into you a long time ago. And I had started watching your stuff. And, and like you, I had an experience once I started doing my numbers and I was like, my God, something is something's really aligning with like this. Like, I could, this is really like in tune with my life in the weirdest of ways. And the more I kept following it, it's funny because I resisted it for a long time, but the more I kept following it, the better things seemed to get. So um, before I mean, we even get into the numerology thing, maybe you can let some people know, like and my listeners know, like uh, who you are, what you're into. And we, I mean, I know that they're going to know you're into numerology, but how'd you get there? How did you, how did this all come about? Yeah. Well, um, in my, in my early 20s, I was training to be a nutritionist mm -hmm. and I had just opened up my own private practice. So I was helping people that had disordered eating and I thought I was on my way to success and had it all figured out. Um, and then one morning I woke up really, really ill and fast forward, you know, six months later, I had been bedridden and all the doctors said that um, I would really have this immune deficiency for the rest of my life. And I would just have to get used to being sick all the time. Whoa. And yeah. And I, it was the greatest blessing looking back, obviously, because mm. at the time, and this is by the way, something that's actually really typical for eights for people that have that eight in their numerology chart. Um, at the time, I really believed that if I just focused on the material world, that everything would work out. <laughs> so if I just focused on food and nutrition and working out and money and success and status and power, if I focused on those things, that I would really be set for life. And mm. this illness forced me into a corner where I had to look in another direction because basically no doctor, no highly educated professional of the physical world could help me. Yeah. Wild. And, and, you know, I, I think that I've, I've said this so many times before, I was so hell bent on believing what I believed. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, in believing that if there's a problem in the physical world, it can be solved by physical means. Mm. I was so hell bent on that, that it, it had to take something as severe as being bedridden, not being able to take my daughter trick or treating. I remember it was the first time I couldn't even walk around the block. Oh and God. so, yeah, it was, it was really bad. Mm. So, um, so I opened up this, this old box of books that I had stored away since I was a teenager. And there was a book at the top a book by an MIT mathematician, Matthew Goodwin on numerology. And I had done my numerology before, um, but at this moment, as I was reading the description, it finally hit me. I mm. knew exactly why I was sick. I knew exactly what was going on. Um, and I knew that there was a, a soul there was the, the energetic Natalie that was animating my body and she was designed in a particular way. She was designed with a, a particular mission and purpose mm. and gifts. And if I wasn't honoring this soul level aspect of who I was, my physical body wasn't going to heal. Mm. And so I started to honor the numbers in my chart and I got, I healed when nobody said that I would. I love that. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. So how is it that the, how is it that we find our numbers for, for people who are wondering? So how is it that you know that you're not, how is it that you go about finding your, or at least what are your important numbers to find in the beginning? Yeah. So, um, well, okay. So let me back up and, and help people understand a little bit more about what numerology is. So, totally, totally. so yeah. And then um, we'll segue into, into, where your numbers come from and how to calculate them. So, so numerology is based on the premise that, that numbers are not just human inventions. Numbers are label, labels for fundamental patterns and forces in the universe. And that you 
have your own sort of spiritual DNA. You have your own set of numbers that describe who you are, why you're here and what your gifts are. Mm. And so what we do is we derive your own unique algorithm from your birth date and your birth name, the name that's printed on your birth certificate. Um, Now the premise there is that your name was no accident. So Mm. even if you use a different name now or you're married or you prefer a different nickname, uh, the belief is that when you came into this life experience that whoever gave you that name, they weren't giving you the name. They were really tapping in and tuning in to who you are. And that that's this moment, this Mm. incredible magical moment. So so that's so what you do is to calculate your life path number, for instance, which is known as the most powerful number mm-hmm. in your numerology. Um, to calculate your life path number, you take your birth date, month, day, year, mm-hmm. and you add each of those numbers down. You, you add them all together until you get a single digit. Okay. So if you want me to, to go through that really quick to instruct the audience on how to yeah, do it, that'd I be can. Cool. That'd be cool. Just so that way they can do it at home. If they're listening, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And by the way, to anybody that's listening, if you don't want to do this yourself, you can just Google calculate my life path number. And there's so many free calculators out there. Um, But here's a general synopsis of how to do it. So write down the, your month, day, and year. So if you're born in September, write down nine. If you're born in November, write down 11. The day, right? I was born on the second or I was born on the 25th. And then the full year, don't write 83, write 1983, right? Mm -hmm. So write down your, your full birth date. And then for each section, month, day, and year, I want you to add those numbers down to a single digit. So if you were born in September, you don't have to add. That's just nine. But if you're Mm -hmm. born in December, one plus two equals three. So there you go. You got the three. Um, So add each of those sections down so you get a single digit. 1983, one plus nine plus eight plus three. Keep adding until you get a single digit. Okay. And then once you've added each of those sections down to a single digit, then you add those digits together. So um, nine, for, for instance, I was born September 5th, 1983. Mm-hmm. So nine plus five. And then, um, oh gosh, I should know this, shouldn't I? 1983. <laughs> it's probably because you've done it so many times. Plus just... <laughs> nine plus eight plus three. So, um, so 1983 adds down to 21, but I'm going to add that down to three. Okay. So what I'm doing is nine plus five plus three mm-hmm. is 17. One plus seven is eight. I'm an eight life path. That's so cool. Okay. So that's the easiest calculation. So the other numbers in your core numerology chart um, require a little bit more calculation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but this is probably the easiest one for us to talk about. Awesome. Yeah. I think that this has uh, probably been the one that, uh, well, th- this is, seems to be the one that ends up being the 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 direct trajectory of your life in the long run, anyway. So it it, it has been the one I focused the most on. It was the one that I really. All the other ones are so important too, but this one really kind of gave me a foothold into understanding like me as a person. So yeah, I I definitely am super uh, excited to learn more about why the life path number is so prominent and like what it what how to how to navigate with your life life path number. Yeah, well, and and this is actually a a point of confusion for a lot of people, and it was for me in the beginning. So when you start to research numerology, um, you'll read these descriptions of your life path number, and it talks about your life path number as if it's who you are, and Mm. it actually isn't. So for instance, as eights, if you read up on the eight life path, it's like we're the entrepreneur, we're the boss man, boss lady, CEO. We're here to accumulate power and authority. Um, But I got really confused because in my research with clients, that wasn't my experience. So So here's what I found. Your life path number isn't who you are. That's your expression number. That comes from your birth name. That's who you are. Mm. Um, your life path number ta- is talking about the, your purpose, your mission mm. in the world. It's talking about where you must go in life to be successful. And so another way to look at it is it's talking about the, the challenges that you might face, um, the sort of lessons that you're going to learn from to become the most successful, confident you. Mm. This is why it's known as the most powerful number because 
Because if all you did was align with your purpose, if all you did was embrace the territory that the universe has asked you to walk through in life, Mm. you benefit greatly from that. And so most of my clients who come to me, they come to me because they feel uh, like something's missing in their life. They feel a lack of clarity. They don't know why they're here. They're experiencing sort of this existential um, moment of confusion. When we calculate their life path number, it's like immediate. They, Hmm. they, They go, oh my gosh, I've been doing exactly the opposite of my mission. Right? Oh my God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was doing. I was doing the complete opposite of it. Me too. Me too. And so what, when you say that, what do you mean by that? Like as an eight life path, what were you doing that was so opposite? So I was, I would, I would work in jobs that I had this idea that somehow I was going to be able to create and make this big difference and change, change the way things worked. But I always did it in like the self-sabotaging way. Like I'd go to a job where there was really no way to move up the ranks. There was like the owner of a company, it was a small <laughs> company, you know what I mean? It'd be like yes. one single owner and like there, he's owned it his whole life. And there's just a small group of guys working there and there's really no room for growth. And I would work and work and work and work and work and like put in all this effort and try all these new things. And not that it wasn't recognized, but there was just no place for me to really advance. And I was so afraid to take this leap of actually jumping off and creating these visions that I had in my mind for myself. And I kept shaking it and being like, there's no way that I can do that stuff. Like I don't, I would go through the, I don't haves, you know, like I'm not this, I don't have that. I grew up this way, you know, this thing and that and the other. And I'd always find a way to just like, like self-sabotage it, not go for it. And then just recently really, which is ironic because I know, Right now, I just recently listened to your forecast, forecast, not to jump ahead, but for this this recent month. And I'm literally living that right now. Like I jumped with no knowledge of what's going to happen, which for me is very rare because I am the type of person that likes to know every detail, even if it's going to be the one that's going to, like, even if I know I'm going to get hurt, like I want to know how I'm going to get hurt. Yes, I want to know yep. how so I can prepare for it. So it was really interesting to all of a sudden just wake up one day and be like, you know what? I think I'm just going to jump into the unknown. I'm going to leave my job and I'm just going to see what happens. And I did it. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So, and really, honestly, some amazing things have happened since I've like aligned with what it is that, that eight kind of drive. And I also have some other numbers that are interesting too. Uh, uh, 22 is my soul urge. And I think one, not to, like I said, jump around, but it's just, yeah. So I believe I'm 20. I think I have it written down. What's your expression number or yeah. I believe my expression is 22. If I I remember correctly, it's either 22 or one. Oh, give me one. Mm. I hate to jump off. Let me go get my other book. I'll be right back. Give me one second. Hold on. Okay. Okay. My headphones on here, right? Okay. Perfect. Let me see. So my life path is eight, obviously. My expression is one and my soul urge is 22. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So um, let me write this down. Okay. So I have a lot to say about this. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about that eight life path. Um, so for all, for all the listeners, your, again, your life path is, is your purpose. It's your mission. It's where you're going to go to be the most successful, be the, to be the most happy and the most confident. And, um, but we, the way that we become, the way that we create that life, the way that we get on path is actually by first experiencing the opposite of it. Right. So, so for eights, and I was laughing over here, um, because I had a near identical experience. So for most eights, we find ourselves in businesses and in companies where we are under the thumb of, of authority figures. And no matter how hard we try, we cannot like rise into that place of power. Mm. Right. And so we're supporting other people's kingdoms. We're, we're helping other people make the money. We're helping other people make an impact. Yeah. Um, but there's, but there's always this feeling that we are not um, truly in charge. We don't yes. truly get to manifest what it is that we want. And so before I got sick, I was paying off my tuition by working at this lovely, wonderful company that um, it was like a metaphysical company, a mm-hmm. bookstore, crystals, etc. cetera. And, um, and the man there taught me so much. My, my boss was so amazing, but, um, but one of the things that he would always say to me is he would say, you, you're never going to make it if you leave here, you're never going to make it. Oof. 
Yeah, because when I got there, I, I really, within two years, even though I was making him tons of money and we were, the company was growing and I was doing such a great job, mm. I just knew, I knew that I wanted to go out on my own. Mm. I knew that I wanted to, to um, you know, run my own business and see if I could do it. But the, these are the things that AIDS in particular will face. They will face people in power wanting to keep us small mm-hmm. um, because they want us to stay. <laughs> they want us to stay <laughs> where, so where we are. And yeah. I don't think they mean to do that. It's like, um, they, yeah, I don't think that's a purposeful thing. I think it's just, no. you know. It's yeah. just it's just people that um, they, they want to keep us where we're at. They don't want us to grow, you know. They mm. want to benefit from, from our genius. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so that I, I relate to that. And, and when we then step out on our own, um, it doesn't mean that we have to run our own company, but it means that we need to be in charge. It means that we need to have leadership and it means that we need to be uh, running something that truly feels honorable and in integrity. So, so true. So true. Yeah. So when we step into that, it's, <laughs> it's, that is where we rise into higher function, the higher mm. function of our eight life path, which is being, the, a master manifester. Eights are known as manifesting fast, really, really fast. When we're in alignment with something, we manifest so fast. So, so true. Oh, yes. I got chills. I'm sorry. It's just it's so wild that it's so true. <laughs> well, and it's funny. I, a lot of my clients that are eights, they'll, they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, what are, what are the secrets to becoming a master manifester as an eight? Because I'm, I'm bill to bill. I'm struggling. I'm having a difficult time. <laughs> And you know what? The, one is of that the, common for AIDS too? Like, yeah. okay, because both my fiance and I are, I mean, my, I say fiance, but we've been together since we were little kids and we just haven't gotten married yet. So she's my wife. But either way, uh, she's an eight too. And like, we both experienced that same kind of thing, like living paycheck to paycheck, but yes. grinding, like grinding, yeah. you know? Yeah. And let me ask you a random off the wall question. But when you worked for other people, did you live paycheck to paycheck? Yes. Okay. That's so interesting. So, so here's, here's the, the thing that's like this really big breakthrough and it sounds crazy. It sounds simple and crazy, but one of the things that I've noticed by working with other eights is that when we, when we declare that we want something, like when we really declare, okay, I want to make this amount of money. I want this client. I want to manifest this project. Mm -hmm. When we actually declare it, and write it down. Mm-hmm. Oops, let me close this up. Um, we manifest it. So mm. the block is that eights actually do not allow themselves to want what they want. They don't declare it, right? Because here's the thing. The moment that you declare it, the moment you're like, this is what we're creating. This is what we're asking for. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Eights have an incredible proficiency of knowing the exact steps that need to be taken to go from point A to point B. <laughs> the problem is that eights, because the lesson is, I am not powerful. I am not capable. Other people are more powerful than me. Uh, you know, because that's, those are the thoughts that go through. You totally. actually don't allow yourself to actually want what you want and then go for it. But the oh moment God. that you do, boom, it happens. And so this is something that I had to learn when I started to run my own business and I stepped out on my own. Mm. Um, the thing that sucks is that as the CEO of your own life, you get to, create whatever you want. But that means that if you are expecting a low amounts and if you aren't willing to raise the ceiling, then that's what you'll manifest. Ooh, so that's yes. scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we have that power to command uh, what it is that we want, but you have to declare it. You mm. have to declare it, like write it down, write it down, speak it to your wife, have your wife speak it to you and then ask yourselves as eight, okay, this is our goal. This is what we want you know, we deserve it because we want it. Mm. And now what are we going to do? What are the three things that we're going to do to make this happen? Mm. I like, that. like game changer, game changer. Cause I just wrote down some things for this, this upcoming month of July. Cause now that I'm on my own and I am the CEO of my life now, I've had these real deep moments of like, it's funny is when I left my job, it was like a ceiling, a ceiling broke and I just was like blasted through and like this freedom of like, okay, I can do this now. Yes. Like I have no thing stopping me anymore. I can do this now. It's like all of a sudden it's like for the first time in my life, I felt comfortable writing down what it is that I wanted because every time before that, 
I would like, I would actually like start writing things and get nervous that I wasn't writing it perfectly and I would stop. So like, that's like perfect to your example of the way the eights are. Like we were too afraid to actually express what it was that I wanted. And then once I left the place that I felt like I was stuck in, it's like, that was when the freedom came for me to just like, okay, I can write whatever I want to write right now, whatever I want to write. And it just, it's weird how that happened. It really is. It's, it's strange. It's- you get to create whatever you want, right? Mm. And it's a scary thing because, you know, the ancients called it like the no man's land, right? The no man's Mm. land is that area, you know, at the start of something where there's not like, it's, there's nothing, but there's Mm. anything. And (laughs) yes. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where magic, it's known as this ripe, ripe realm of magic, because Mm. this is when you get to decide what you want. And are you going to want, are you going to, you know, have that bar below? Or are you going to rise above and break break the barriers and break the blocks, even of, of family lineage stuff? Like that that's this whole other cool realm of numerology where you get to actually um, calculate your your for women your maiden name, mm-hmm. right? Or for men, like calculate your last name, what that number is because it'll actually tell you what are the the lineage cycles that you might be breaking, and um, mm-hmm, it's really never done that before. I've never done that with my last name, and I have. Mm-hmm deep tribal consciousness in my family. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. I actually consider myself like the first to step out of the tribal consciousness of my family. Mm. And I love my family. They are the best, but there is a, a lane that even if it's like got different lanes in it, it's like a lane and I've completely stepped out of that lane. So it'd be a real interesting one to dive into as my last name. I would love to do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Send me a message and, and I'll send you some tidbits on it. It's, it's really cool. It's cool to know because mm. a lot of us feel um, we have wonderful family members and it's actually not even about the family members, right? It's about the, the energy that we're all in collectively, right? Yeah, and, right. Um, and developing an awareness about, okay, this is, this is the gift of my family lineage because it'll tell mm. you what the gift is, but it'll also tell you what you might need to overcome. It'll tell you what the mm. challenges are that you might need to overcome so Ooh, Nat, real quick i just yes. thought of something as you were saying that so my family name this is something that's always troubled me actually has actually changed multiple times so when oh. we first came here it was luongo and then it changed to longo and then to longa oh. and i don't no one knows why it happened like we've all tried to do our ancestry and you hit a point where the name split and there's no one unfortunately alive to ask why why did that happen how come we're no longer, so no one knows, no one knows. My, both my uncles have tried to do the ancestry.com. I've done it. And we just, we, you hit a wall. My Nana, who is in her eighties, you ask her, she still doesn't know. She doesn't even know how it happened. That's so. crazy. I just had a client the other day um, tell me that, that uh, they, they escaped from Vietnam. Her, her family escaped from Vietnam wow. and that when they got here, her mom actually wrote the wrong birth date on her birth certificate, like when they were making her birth certificate for the States. Mm. And um, so she had sort of the quote unquote wrong birth date. But what was crazy, what was crazy was that the birth date was actually added down to the same number, right? Like her original, her real birth date, it added down to the same number, but it, instead of being a two, it was an 11 two. So it was really interesting because for her to be able to survive and thrive within the United States, she had to be more of the 11. You have to be independent. You have to be willing to stand out. You have to be the ugly duckling, the archetype mm. of the ugly duckling, which is what the 11 is. So it's really, that's fascinating because sometimes mm. what I've found is that names will change or numbers will change um, to actually like accommodate a new environment that one is in. Isn't that cool? So that's so cool. So, lo- so really quick, I just want to do the numbers. So, so yeah, Longa, yeah. Your, your present name is L-O-N-G-A. Is that yep. right? That's okay. Right. Yep. What was the one right before this one? Longo. So just take the A out, put an O in there. Okay. So Longa, right? Your present name is the 22. <laughs> okay. So this, so this, isn't that wild? Yes. So the 22 is about shifting the paradigm from survival to thriving. <laughs> it's about being a, a change maker, right? Changing the consciousness of the planet. That's like really what 22s are all about. And there's a high degree of sensitivity and psychic perceptive abilities that come with the 22. Oh my um, gosh, really? Yeah. That makes and sense. So, 
And so obviously there's something really powerful there for you because your, your soul's urge or heart's desire, you said is a 22, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, is powerful. And we can talk about that, but these alignments aren't, aren't coincidences. Mm. Um, so now long ago, the, the previous incarnation of the name um, is it adds down to the nine. Wow. Oh gosh, it's so fascinating. Um, and so, so that previous incarnation was all about being uh, the humanitarian, wanting to make a big impact in the world, but just like a big open hearted level of compassion. Um, Yeah. Like my Anastasio adds down to nine and, you know, certain uh, people within that lineage. um, One was a Senator of Rhode Island. Like it was, it was people that wanted to make a big impact in the world. They wanted to align with bigger causes. I come mm-hmm. from a very politically active family. That's mm-hmm. the that's the nine. Um, so it's fascinating that the nine shifted to the twenty-two. The twenty-two is kind of like, let's get to work. Let's get to work. Let's let's shift the paradigm from survival to thriving. Let's really create a solid foundation for our future and get down into the details. Yeah, that's so. Because that's exactly what. Of my missions are with the podcast with the quantum healing collective our men's group like we're literally just trying to shift the way people think about being human <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. so, so wild that the nine and the 22 are so like closely matched in their mission because that's from being long ago to longa they're still i'm still in that vein of like and especially in my my family itself of trying to change the paradigm because I like I said I love my family but I always think that there's been this sense of like we need to just keep grinding and grinding there'll be never oh, that's yes. what we, it is it's the whole family like we grind that's what we do we grind and it's like okay I'm cool with it but everybody in my family's tired and wore out and <laughs> <laughs> they're happy, but they're just like, and I'm like, I don't want to be like that when I'm yeah. young. And I, I want to be like vibrant and like thrive and just enjoy and then help people with it. And that's what I've been trying to do. So that's so interesting. My goodness. Isn't it? <clears throat> oh, my I'm just word. Thinking, I'm thinking of, um, there's this hilarious comedian. He's Italian. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he did this bit on, um, he's Italian. His family is hardworking. They work, you know, 10, 12 hour days, right? I know who you're talking about. Are yeah. you? Yeah. And Anthony, then, Anthony uh, something, Anthony Meniscato, I think is something oh like that. Is his name. Yeah. Yes, it is. And in the bit, he was saying when he met his wife, he went over to his wife's house where they would go visit her family. And he's like, what are you guys doing home? Like everybody during the work day was home. He's like, what do you guys, what do you guys do? And that really is the, the shift, right? That you're mm. making within the family lineage mm. is like, is like having that moment where you realize that you could choose like you can create something different just like mm-hmm. this comedian was he was confronted with this idea that there are people that don't work 10 12 hour days there mm-hmm. are people that have created this different reality for themselves and some honestly I, I work with I've worked with thousands of people and there are some people they enjoy working 10 12 hour days right um, people that have eights and fours in their chart are typically people that really enjoy working they actually have a hard time relaxing. They have a hard time um, just like being with family, um, not because they don't love their family, because they're always thinking about achieving their goals for their family. Right, right. So, um, so there are people that really like enjoy it. But the, the thing about you, you have a one expression number. Mm-hmm. And this is really powerful. So what I've been doing lately with clients um, in my long-term programs, I've been putting a lot of energy into the expression number because the expression number to me is the most important number for self-love because it's talking about like your gifts, like who you are, Mm. what your gifts are, what your, your talents are. And the one expression number is you, you are this innovator. You are this pioneer who's treading your own path. And it tells us that you are a trailblazer, that you are going to do things that nobody before you has done within your family lineage. So wild. Mm -hmm. It's powerful, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, even as a kid, I would do that stuff. I remember I got made fun of a lot when I was a little kid, super picked on and bullied because I always would go out and get things that people weren't wearing yet. And I would wear it first. Like I wore airwalks and no one had airwalk shoes when I was younger. And then oh, all of a sudden I, I got ripped for it. But then a year later, tons of people had airwalks. And I was like, this makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like throughout my life, I always kind of felt like, like I, and then I would discredit it. I'd be like, you're just crazy thinking that you're, you're just being egotistical, thinking that you thought of these things before other people. But oh then I would just, gosh. You know what I mean? I would I, do it all the time, 
all the time. And then I've actually prevented myself from stepping forward into things because I'm like, dude, who are you to think that you're the one that's going to start that? Oh my gosh. Okay. See, this is exactly why I'm so excited about the expression number lately. Like why Mm. it's my focus. Because everything that you just said to me is really the root of so much suffering. Because basically here you are this precious, precious soul who has been designed by your creator to to be a certain way. Like your creator gave you these, these gifts. And for you, those gifts are being unique, being different, standing out. Um, having preferences and desires that are so set apart from the people around you. Incredible mm. sensitivity. Like ones are known as the most sensitive on the number spectrum. So you were, you were given all these gifts, but the thing that really pisses me off and the reason why I do the work that I do is because, you know, we get the message that who we are isn't okay. And so we diminish these, these divine gifts. Mm. I know, like for me, I'm a nine expression number. And so some of my gifts as the nine wise old soul is wisdom, depth, passion, dramatic. And um, I learned like in previous relationships that those things were things that were really inconvenient, like writing poetry. I would write poetry for my boyfriends. I was like, I was just so passionate. Mm. I just have so much passion. But I was told throughout my life because I didn't yet know this about myself, that this was actually a good thing, that that my creator wanted me to be this way. Um, because I didn't know that, I, I started to diminish these things. I remember I was, I, I wrote this poem for a boyfriend and it was from my heart. And it was like, you know, I was just this devotee of, of him and the beauty of him. And I wrote this poem and I remember that a day later I saw it in the trash and I made that. Yeah. And I made a choice right then and there. I'm never going to write a poem again. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I've made this choice. I'm never, this, this thing that I have must be something that's actually not okay. It must be something bad. Mm. And so I, I stuffed it down. I stuffed it down and I suffered for that because, because when you stuff down your expression number, when you diminish it, when you try to hide it, basically you you struggle with with insecurity you struggle with depression you struggle with sadness because you're basically denying one of the greatest gifts that you were given so this is why i'm so excited for you about this new path that you're on because Mm. what you're doing now is you know what fascinating is in the number spectrum ones and eights are known as they're the leadership numbers and Mm -hmm. ones or eights are known as the numbers of entrepreneurs so yeah. So it's kind of funny. I'm like, why did it take you so long? Um, oh, I've been asking myself that. I yeah. really have. <laughs> but it's like, to your point, I had to go through it. Like I went yes. through all the mud to learn what I needed to learn about what it takes to do this stuff before I got here. I think if exactly. I got it, if I got it early, I don't know I'd, if I'd have the fortitude to deal with some of the, the things that can come up, you know? So it's, that's precisely true. That's, that's hmm. so spot on. And, um, I think that when we go through that, that period where we feel what it feels like to not be who we are, mm-hmm. it's actually we're deepening that, those roots of commitment for when we do decide to, to be authentic and to be true to ourselves. And so now as you move forward, I want you to just like cherish and hold the, this gift of who you are, that mm-hmm. one. Like the, the, the things that, the unique ways that you think the innovative ideas that you have that are so different from the crowd. Mm-hmm. These are things that, that I want you to embrace and speak up about what you're obviously doing um, because that is actually what is going to activate the highest potential life for you. It's so wild because I'm sitting here thinking about when I was young, how I used to have that fire inside me to do that. Mm-hmm. And then from being picked on so much, I remember the the time that I like started to slowly just be like everybody else and stop doing the things that I was like, just like, yo, check this out. And then I stopped doing the yo, check this out. Like mm. I just like hold the yo, check this out for me. And then there'd be like a select group of people. And then even that started dissipating. And then I got to a place where personally I hit like yourself I hit a place where I woke up one day and I couldn't go places. Like I couldn't even walk inside stores. I would get, I was flooded with extreme anxiety, full body sweats, feeling like I was going to die. I couldn't even breathe and all of this stuff. And I remember saying to myself, like, what the hell is going on? I don't even know why I'm doing this. And it took time to peel back the layers. And 
it's funny hearing this. I'm realizing that a lot of it too was because I stopped myself from being that feeling that would come up like, Ooh, I got this cool idea. I would, I, I started putting a lid on that, you know, which, which seems in the moment, like, uh, not a big deal, right? It's in right. the moment, it seems like not a big deal. But, mm-hmm. but what this work teaches us is that by doing that, by stuffing down these essential aspects of who we are, we are actually, um, oh, how to, let me think of a good metaphor. It's like we no longer have skin. And mm. so I've used this metaphor before. Um, so who mm. you are, like if if you honor who you are, you are creating this this strength, this fortitude, this really strong kingdom of you, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't honor who you are, then you are going to suffer from from having no skin. It's like going out in the world and there's no barrier that prevents other people's energies from coming in. Mm. And so of course you're anxious. Of course you suffer from agoraphobia. Of course you have panic attacks Mm -hmm. because if there is no sense of self and no honoring of the way that you were designed, then, then you are just affected by the person that you run into the conversation (laughs) that you have, right? Oh, it's so bad that you're in. Yeah. And that's happened to me when I was younger. I had, I had all of these gifts, but I was stuffing them down and I was Mm -hmm. not honoring who I was. And I suffered for it. I suffered a lot. I I suffered from horrible anxiety and social anxiety and, uh, and I couldn't go into places. I had a Mm -hmm. really difficult time. Um, And what's bizarre now is that now, you know, when you learn about these essential aspects of who you are, it's a complete flip. Like I, I now, you know, i you know, was training to be a pilot. I'm, you know, rock climbing. I'm doing all of these things that wow. my younger self fantasized about. You know, I was like, oh, in the dream world, I would be doing these things. <laughs> but, but I never, um, I didn't have the capacity to do them mm. because I was not honoring who I was. So this is, oh, it just makes, I'm so grateful for you sharing these things because this is precisely what happens in sessions. Uh, people share what the repercussions are of mm-hmm. not knowing who they are or honoring who they are. And it's the truth. Like, I mean, I can feel the moments in my life when I wasn't authentic and it, it life played out as a result of just the way it, it was supposed to. It's like everybody talks about things are happening perfectly, whether it's good or bad, it's perfect. And that's how it was. I just wasn't following the, it's like, it's like, it's like the numbers when I think about it and I try to correlate it with people. It's like, you know, computers use numbers to program and our brain uses our like numbers to program, but we just, we've put the language to it. And if we can just understand that, like these numbers are like, like you said, they're like codes. They're like our, our brain. It's like, it's like tells our brain how to operate. You know, and if we're going against the operating system, it just like, it just doesn't work right. And if you do that long enough, the computer just dies, you know, it starts to die down. And and that's what was starting to happen. It was just so, so much like not living and not only not living my authenticity, but like being afraid of my authenticity that it was like, cause I, cause of how bad I got chastised for it. But I think one thing else I've learned with, authenticity is most people are just afraid of the newest of, of new things and having the fortitude to stay strong and go through those those people usually that were afraid end up adopting the things that they were afraid of because they see the value in it so, so it's like a responsibility too i feel like you get handed when you have these kind of numbers to be a trailblazer and go out and try the things that other people are afraid to try and experience them and then deliver the information and teach and that's the other yes. thing that I think I've really been passionate about lately too, is teaching people how to utilize all these different modalities to help understand themselves. And that's what this whole podcast is about is understanding mm-hmm. yourself and being a better human being for yourself. So you can just like help change the world and be a better person for the world. Gosh, that inspires me. Just hearing that inspires me. Mm, I it's love important. it. Um, I, I know we, uh, how much have we got for time? We got a couple more minutes. I just want to ask you one, a uh, couple more questions. Um, yeah. I know right now we're in 11 universal month and there's some big things happening at this point in time. And one thing that you've, that I noticed when I listened to your forecast and I recommend everybody go follow that. And I'm going to put all links down below so you can see all that stuff. But you said something in in the video to look for signs for, Mm -hmm. 
things that are happening that are that are showing you that your dream is coming true and i for me personally i'm beginning to see those but for somebody else out there who might not understand that because at first i when you first said it i was like hmm signs and then it's like i almost like jumped ahead instead of looking back at what's already happened mm. And I'm like, well, some things have already happened to show me that like I'm in the right vein. Like I was asked to be on somebody else's podcast, which is something I always wanted to happen. And, oh, that's so cool. You know, and like those little things. So how can people see those signs and help themselves understand to dig deep? Because they might be small, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so um, I'll give it just a brief review of why that's the challenge for July and why that's so powerful, like looking for those small signs. Mm -hmm. So um, in 2020, this whole year, we are all being called to develop a solid foundation for our future. And in essence, to, to be a warrior and a protector of our dreams by focusing our practical energy on what we want to build. Okay. So that's what 2020 is all about. Mm -hmm. Now, each month of 2020, we're being called to focus on a particular area or theme in our lives to become that protector of our dreams. And one of the things about July being an 11 universal month is that we really, we have to learn how to actually receive what it is that we want. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the big theme, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, which I know sounds kind of, kind of crazy, because one would think that when something comes at you that you want, you would embrace it open arms. But what I found is that we typically are looking for the fully realized version of what yes, we want. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And so it's like, until that fully realized thing comes, we, we have our door shut. Mm -hmm. And that's really dangerous because the likelihood of the universe being able to provide what it is that you want is really slim if you aren't willing to follow the small breadcrumbs that will lead you to the bigger stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I was talking about what are the early warning signs, what I mean by that is um, figure out what you want. So focus on that one thing that you've been wanting and in particular in 2020. So we all have like one big dream, right? Maybe it is the soulmate or a certain amount of revenue a month or whatever it is, but, but focus on that thing. Just write it down. This is what I want. Mm -hmm. Then the second step is to actually like use your intuition, use your imagination to write down early warning signs that you're getting warmer, that you're getting mm -hmm. closer to that thing. And I'm going to give you a really random example. This is something that happened to me a couple of years ago, and I'll never forget it. I call up my girlfriend. And when you run your own business, you have uh, busy months and slow months. And it was mm -hmm. a slow month. And I call her up and I'm like, I, I don't understand. I'm putting so much energy out there. I'm doing all of these things and I'm not reaching my goals. And mm -hmm. that's really frustrating me. And she, uh, she says, not, nah, um, two days ago, you called me up and you told me that you got this really amazing email. And I was like, what email? I don't even know what you're talking about. And she's like, go look in your inbox. Cause you got this. You told me you're like, you just, it was in passing, but you're like, oh, I'm so grateful. Cause this person emailed me. Mm. I had been so focused on being hyper vigilant to solving problems. And I'd been so focused on, um, looking for what wasn't working, that I had emails in my inbox of people that were reaching out to establish a connection for work. And I didn't even notice it. Okay. Oh, like, so funny. isn't it crazy? Yes. It's like, you can have like, you can open your email box and you'll have, you know, somebody who's reaching out. They're saying, I love your work. I want to work with you. Or, you know, um, can you, can you answer this question for me? And, and if you're a problem oriented, fear driven person, as most, most of us kind of are by default, yeah. you'll, you'll go, that's so nice. And then you'll go down to the other stuff where the problems are and you'll focus your energy on that. So, so that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about early warning signs. Like what mm. would be, what would be early warning signs that you are getting closer, that you, that you are um, on the path to that beautiful Emerald City? What are the early warning signs mm. that you're getting closer? Because those are going to be the things that are going to lead you to that big manifestation. Mm. Oof. I love yeah. that. 
because I'm feeling it. I've already been having those experiences and now they're coming more and more. So that's, uh, that was really exciting to hear that. And it's exciting to hear that 2020 is the year that it is because I feel like that's exactly what's happened in so many, so many facets of my personal life. And I'm seeing other people too. And it's weird that we went through the pandemic that we've been going through. And it seems like a lot of people are also starting their own little lives. They're changing the way that their lives are. Everybody's getting clearer visions on what they want for their lives. It's, it's really, really it shows you that this stuff is woo-woo as people some some people might think it is when you really just kind of like open up and look at details and you go, wow, there's awful lot of like, like I love how you call synchronicities the fingerprints of God because it's mm -hmm. like the truth. It really is. It's like, wow, like that's so magical how all that stuff happened. So just amazing stuff. Nat, you're awesome. <laughs> I love that you do this work and I love that you put all this content out. How can people connect with you, work with you? all this stuff, where can they find you? Well, so um, on Instagram and Facebook, I have a, a page on Instagram or a profile on Instagram, numerology chick. Mm -hmm. And then on Facebook, Nat's numbers. Mm -hmm. um, and I provide like free videos, free content. All my forecasts are posted there. So people can check those out. But my website is the numerology chick.com. And on my website, you can sign up for my newsletter where you'll get free resources. You'll get those forecasts. And then you can also click on the book a session link if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one session with me to talk about the numbers in your chart. Um, I have a new program. It's an eight-week coaching program where we go through every single core number in your chart. Whoa. You learn about yourself. You learn how to activate and honor these aspects of yourself. And ultimately, my goal with that eight-week program, I know this sounds a little bit morbid, but my goal is that you will walk away with knowledge and awareness about what makes you awesome so that when you're on your deathbed, mm. you will remember, you will remember the the beauty and preciousness of who you are and you won't ever forget it. So that's my goal with the eight week program. Um, but then I have the single sessions where we can go over the, the, you know, one to two uh, main core numbers in your chart. Mm. And I'll put links in the description so everybody can go find you. And I just want to take a second to acknowledge you, Nat. I, I, I'm so grateful that you've had the courage to step into this work and examine your own numbers and even your family's numbers and then begin to teach this to the world. Uh, Cause that's, it's something I think that can help a lot of people when they really dive deep into their number chart, they can get a, like a picture of themselves that is like being painted. And if they, especially if they look back into their history, they can really see how their numbers were in alignment, even if it meant that they had to go through some bad stuff. So Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for doing your work. I'm so grateful for you and I'm excited for what's to come next for you because I'm sure yes, there's going to be ditto. more. Yeah, ditto. definitely. Send me, a, send me a message if you want any follow-up on your chart. I'd love oh, to help Oh, beautiful. You Plus, I'd love to have my wife talk to you deeply. She was literally so upset today she couldn't be here. She's, <laughs> oh. When I tell you that my wife loves you, I mean she absolutely loves you. We, we talk about all your forecasts and all this stuff all the time. So she's, yeah, she's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan, and I'm excited to have my listen, listeners learn more about you because it's awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me on. Thank you, Nat. I love you so much and we'll talk to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you. See ya. Thank you all so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Longer Life Podcast. I'm jacked up about this one. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, something about these num this number thing gets me. <laughs> I think it's the coolest thing ever. I encourage you all to go over and check Nat's pages out. Uh, connect with her. If you're interested in getting a reading, definitely um, you know, message her. Or if you run your own numbers and have a question, go message her. She's, she's awesome. She's super cool. This is her life, her passion. I mean, you can tell, I mean, it, just by the way she talks about it, she gets really excited, it, which is which is what you want in somebody that you're asking these types of questions to. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for being here. Thank you all for listening and enjoying. I'm so astounded at the level of uh, new listeners that have come in, um, which is really wild and uh i'm just really really grateful i mean it super grateful so i love you all so much um if you want to check out that cleanse and you want to hop in the the new facebook group and you want to get some coaching from a bunch of great people including myself on how to get healthier uh and live a healthier life then tr pick up one of the cleanses and i'll connect with you and I'll shoot you over to the facebook group and we'll get rocking 
I love you all so much. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Cannot wait till next week to give you another awesome one and uh, have an incredible week. It's Monday. Go make some magic happen. I love you all so much. See you next week. Peace.